Hello, and welcome to the Disney Dunces! Using your touch-toad keypad, please enter the first three letters of the movie title you would like to see. You've selected Aladdin! This episode contains spoilers for the Avengers Infinity War. If you'd like to continue, press 1 now! Hello and welcome to Disney Dunces, the only Disney podcast presented by self-proclaimed non-experts. My name is Richard, but you can just call me Dunce Number One. I think you did that wrong, but uh, I'm Dunce Number Two, and you can call me Craig Stew. I'm the third one, and good teenagers take off their clothes. Uh, uh, I don't even know what to say to that. That's okay, because everyone else knows that we're watching Aladdin. I still don't get it, even though I have seen Aladdin. Really? Uh, how about this? I'll explain it when we get to the scene. Okay, thank you, thank you. No problem. But yeah, this week we're watching Aladdin featuring Steve from Full House. That's right. Wait, what? Yes, sir, he's the titular character. He That's Aladdin, it's Steve from Full House? Yes, sir. Whoa, mind blown. Yeah, sorry DJ, but Steve's moving on up to the Royal Agrabanian Palace. Oh, I feel like he was there for a while now. Since the 90s. Yeah, 91, I think? 92! 92! In fact, he might have gone down to Full House. I was a wee babe when I saw this one. What year? Actually, he started as a street rat in this movie. So maybe he went from Full House down to this, and then... Then back up? I don't know. Well, he's in Fuller House now, so we know oh, okay. that the story doesn't have a happy ending. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, not maybe not this one. Well, maybe <laughs> later. Maybe later things go awry for the Sultan of Agrabah. Does he become the Sultan? You'll have to find out. By listening to this week's The Disney Dunces. We'll start in the Agrabanian Desert. Arabian Nights. No, Ag- Agrabanian Nights. Agrabanian Nights. Yeah, and we get introduced to the wonderful traveling merchant, played by uh, Robin Williams, and he decides he's going to tell us the story of the magic lamp. It is weird they paid him so much money to do one voice and one role for like 30 seconds. But hey, guy's got to live, right? I don't think they paid him much money at all. What? Yes, they did. No, that's why he hated Disney or something like that. No, they hated. he hated Disney because in his contract, he made them agree that they wouldn't use him for all the advertising and everything, and he'd be a very small role because he had a competing film of his own at the same time. But Disney backstabbed him and used the, Dis- and used the genie for all of their advertising and made but Robin Williams a big letter saying, Hey, he's in this movie! Come watch it! And his other movie failed because of it. <laughs> Rest in peace, toys. I wasn't aware of this at all. Yeah, he hated Disney after doing this movie, and that's why he wasn't in Return of Jafar, but we'll get to that another time. Oh, I just figured that because he's, you know, Robin Williams, he wasn't in the second one. No. Because, <laughs> like, he's a big star, and they, you know, don't usually bring the big stars back for the straight-to-DVD sequels. No, he, he well, he was a big star doing this. Well, he's the DVD sequels is his, well, straight-to-VHS, let's get this straight. But uh, he does he does return for the third one. Yeah, so there's yeah. that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Money talks, baby. So wait, but he but what do you mean? He said he he thought he was gonna have a small role. Is what you said? I mean, obviously he did the movie. He knew the genie was not a small role. Again, the joke I was making was he was only the merchant. Oh, okay. That was the joke. Oh, I'm glad I explained it to you. And whatever. When they marketed this, he wanted it to seem like he had a small role or something. They didn't want to market it because, hey, it's Robin Williams. They made it a big deal that Robin Williams was in the movie and as yeah, opposed yeah. to, uh, you know. He mainly did it for his kids, though. At least that's what I've heard. Everyone does it for his kids. Just like J- Jerry Seinfeld. In B-Movie. No, he did that because he had a vision. <laughs> Wait, did he really? Yeah, I... I I mean, we had this discussion. It's a shame we didn't record that one, because that would have been a good episode. It's also a shame that isn't a Disney property. Uh, yeah, well, one day we'll be. 
Fingers crossed. <laughs> Still got my notes. Who did B movie? Was that DreamWorks? Mm, Maybe it's Fox. No, it was DreamWorks. I remember uh, the uh, I remember the guy in the moon doing a big fart, and it was funny. <laughs> it'd be funny if it was Fox because Disney bought all of Fox's assets. It'd be great. Yeah, no, but it's again one day. Here's hoping. Maybe they'll buy DreamWorks. That's what I, that's what I know. That's why I said one day. Like, and then we could do now. Shrek. Yeah, no, I get it. All the properties. Let's let's get back to Aladdin. Yeah, yeah. So so like I was saying, first song. It's Arabian Nights. It's an okay song. It's the most okayest of them all. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. More often than not, or hotter than hot. Just look at our thoughts. It's uh, I think that's how it goes. Yep. There's a lot of women in this movie, and they're all scantily clad, and they're beautiful, and they're mm-hmm. all in harems. This is a crazy <laughs> kids movie. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, and I did notice stuff like that that I definitely didn't notice when I was five watching this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so. yeah, I I have some notes down, but I guess that comes later because we start with Jafar and Diago using the golden beetle to find the cave of wonders, and they take some bozo to just feed him to the cave. Because the Cave of Wonders is also a giant lion. Yeah, I mean this this is dark. They just that dude just dies. It's just Mufasa, guys. You remember Mufasa? He's a good guy. Uh, not yet, not yet. That uh, that's like four years down the line. It's like a tiger, actually, not a lion. I think you're thinking of Raja. Oh yeah, that's probably what we're doing. Yeah, you're thinking of, you're thinking of Raja. But yeah, so the Cave of Wonders eats the man and says, "Seek out the diamond in the rough, whatever that means." A diamond in the rough. Sound just like James Earl Jones. Thanks. So now we cut to the Agrabah streets and Aladdin stealing bread to the tune of One Jump Ahead while escaping the guards. See, I didn't like I don't like this song. I you love don't? this song and you're a fool. I, I don't know. I I don't know why. It's it's okay. No, it's pretty great. <laughs> like I know we have other songs to talk about, but I just want to say, Craig, what did you like in this movie? What songs were better than this? Well, okay. As a kid, uh probably um a whole new world. It was probably because. Oh my god! When I when I was a kid, my parents still tell me this story about how the first when I walked into preschool, I busted out singing. I can't leave this like four year old. Like what, what year do you go preschool? Four. I'm going into preschool and I busted out singing a whole new world at the top of my lungs. Apparently, now I don't recall doing this. Obviously, my my mother tells me this story all the time. Uh, but you know, I still love the song. Also, again, and then you got to have a friend, what is, is it, Friend Like Me? Is that the name of the song? And you didn't like One Jump Ahead? It wasn't as memorable to me as the other two. Very fun song. It's fun. <laughs> a, lot I just, of, a lot of good wordplay. I just, the other ones I think are just more uh, iconic. I'm thinking you just don't appreciate this man's broke. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Do you even like wordplay, Craig? I don't know. What that Look, he doesn't have to. It's okay. okay. We all okay. gonna have our opinions. I think this is well. I, they're all one of the best songs, except for Arabian Nights. Let's face yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all good. It's actually, I think, the only song in the movie I didn't remember. That's until, crazy. Until until I heard it, and I really that's so know. nuts. Yeah. So after one jump ahead, we learn that even though Aladdin's a thief, he's not a bad thief. He's basically Robin Hood. He gives the bread that he stole to some kids. What a good guy. And I wouldn't say Robin Hood, but he, he just has a heart. <laughs> like, oh, I, I'm going to eat this bread. I'm like, oh, no, I guess these kids are not going to yeah. last as long as I will without food. <laughs> Can't let them eat in those fish bones. They're literally in the trash can trying to eat fish bones. And then, like, immediately after, the kids start running away. They go, go and play because there's a celebrity in town, guys. It's a prince. A possible suitor. I thought it was just a horse's ass. Well, yeah, yeah. It well, there are two horses' asses over there. Oh, I've never seen a horse with two asses before. <laughs> hey, I didn't get that joke. Oh my! I've God. never seen a horse with two asses before. Is he telling him that his ass looks like a horse's ass? No, he's saying he's calling the man a horse's ass, which is a common uh, insult. Uh. <laughs> it's just a common insult to call someone a horse's ass. Oh. So when he says, "I've never seen a horse with two behinds," he's saying, "Yeah, that guy's a horse's ass." Also, there's a horse there, an actual horse. Yeah, Yeah. the suitor on the horse is being called the horse's ass because he he tried to whip some kids. He did. That must have hurt. Aladdin took that whip just on the arm and pulled it away, huh? Ouch. But whatever. He's a street rat riffraff. No one cares. 
Well, you should care because Aladdin, he actually sings a little reprise of One Jump Ahead about how sad he is and how there's more to him than just being a street rat. Sorry, this movie does a lot of reprises. I didn't realize that. Almost constantly. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. It's it's almost like every song gets a little reprise. Except for the Arabian Nights one, because it's not. Uh, Arabian. No, we don't need it here. The movie didn't need it. We don't need it here. So let's just keep going. So we head to the palace. Uh, we learn that the Sultan wants to marry off Jasmine because they have three days for Jasmine to marry. Or else... I don't know what happens. Uh, I guess she dies. She probably dies. It's the law. She's beheaded. Yeah, probably. Women don't really have rights over there, so. Yeah, they don't have rights, and they're not able to marry the people that they love because she wants to marry for love like all the other Disney princesses do. Well, I don't know about all of them. Well, we can say for certain Minnie from, uh... Yeah, we see one example of this behavior. (laughs) And as someone who is an expert on Disney princesses, I could think of two off the top of my head that definitely did not were not looking to marry for love. Hmm. Mul- I'm trying to think. Mulan. I got no. another one not looking to marry at all. Pocahontas. No. We'll get to them, guys. We'll have to play guessing games now. Tweet us the princesses that don't marry for love. <laughs> at Disney Dunces on Twitter. But anyway, we learn that the Sultan. He does want Jasmine to marry as quickly as possible, but it's just because the Sultan knows he's not going to live forever, and he just wants to make sure his daughter's provided for. It'll be a shame for him to have to cut her head off. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> be a real shame. Waste of a princess. Agrabah man. They don't mess around. Like, you, you, you accidentally give a child an apple, and boom, you're going to lose your hands, unless you're, like, soft-brained. And shortly after that, we're introduced to the Sultan's most trusted advisor, Jafar, who has a really neat scepter. Have you guys seen his scepter? It's like a snake. Yeah. Not only is it a snake, but it can also control the mind. I wouldn't say mind control. It can suggest ideas. Forced suggestions. I wouldn't say forced suggestion. This is a very a realistic form of hypnotism. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I like the way they do hypnotism in this movie in particular because it's very much how hypnotism, quote unquote, works. Yeah. So we're introduced to this by Jafar using his hypnotism to get the Sultan's ring, because Jafar uses this ring in order to see the diamond in the rough. Or was the ring the diamond in the rough? No, the diamond in the rough is Aladdin. He just needed the blue diamond because it's mystic. Because it's a it's a blue diamond. You don't see those every day. I think that part just they just said, "Oh, we're gonna do something." Yeah, yeah. Like, how are they gonna how are they gonna find Aladdin? Oh, the Sultan has a magic gem. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So Jafar knows he wants to find Aladdin, but while this is happening, the princess she decides to leave. She wants to leave the castle because she doesn't want to marry some pony boy, some horse's ass. And that's where she meets Aladdin. She's in the market, and that's when she almost gets her hand cut off. Oh, yeah, she she steals an apple or something to gives it to a kid, and yeah, almost gets hand cut off. She meets Aladdin, Aladdin stops, um, and they just run away. I said, sorry, she's slow. She's slow. Let's go. Like, this, this girl knows the sultan! She thinks the monkey is the sultan, you fucking idiot. It's great. And she's like, very nice to meet you, sir. Yeah, it's cute. It's a something cute scene. Like that. And- yeah, it shows Jasmine is quick on her feet. Play yeah, along. yeah. She starts bowing down to the monkey. <laughs> she goes all cross-eyed and says, "Hello, Mister Doctor," to the horse. It's oh, she's very good. <laughs> she's a good princess. Yeah, Princess Looney Tune. Yeah. The two of them leave. They have a nice date night, talking about how their lives suck. But the guards come, and oh no, the guards are there for Aladdin. But the princess thinks, oh no, the guards are there for her to take her back to the castle. So, turns out both. <laughs> it turns out both. It turns out both. It's convenient, really. <laughs> and then Aladdin says, "Do you trust me or some shit?" Right? And they yep, uh, and they and jump. Didn't matter. <laughs> I guess that he's done this before because they were waiting for him exactly where he lands. <laughs> it's like, buddy, come on, you've done this this every week with this. They get taken. Well, Aladdin gets taken away. I guess the princess just gets escorted back to the castle. Which I mean, not she didn't want to. It's very much still getting taken away. I would argue. What? She wants to live life. She's running away for good. That was her plan. Yeah, yeah, but she gets taken back to the castle. Yeah, that's still taken away. I mean, she's she's not being rough-handed. What do you mean she's not being rough-handed? Come on, they grab her. I mean, I mean, maybe just like a gentle, a gentle. No, they're grabbing pull. her. Be gentle. These these boys are working for Jafar, man. 
Well, they're, they're working for Agraba. They just want what's best for the <laughs> kingdom. Best for the realm. No, they don't. <laughs> they're definitely in the in the, the pockets of Jafar here. It's, that much is obvious. I didn't pick up on that. Sorry. Are you, are you kidding me? Okay. Well, I'm glad I'm here to correct you and show you the way. Thank you. That, that's why we have you here. Yeah, it's, I pick up on that subtext of, you know, them drowning Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> that's later. That's later. Yeah, I know. I know. I just figured I'll give you an example <laughs> of the subtext. Yeah, yeah. So don't worry. They don't drown him. They just say that they're going to behead him. Or at least Jafar says that he's getting beheaded. Luckily, instead, Aladdin, he's just in the dungeon. Little Abu, Monkey Abu, he comes with a key, frees him from the shackles. But there's another prisoner there, guys. Some old man. With crazy eyes and a big old beard. No one I'd recognize. New character here. Old man crazy-eyed with the big old beard. I I didn't recognize him either. I'd call him plot device. Steve Buscemi (laughs) with a beard. Uh, I got. I didn't check the IMDb, but I don't think that was Steve Buscemi. No, no, no. The 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 the, the physical appearance. Crazy eyes. Oh, remember from? Uh, I don't like you besmirching. No, Mr. Steve Deeds. Buscemi. This is weird. You ever see Mr. Deeds? I no, and I'm not gonna because he, pl- he plays cr- a character called Crazy Eyes. I'm sorry. Is this the Mr. Deeds cast? Is this Disney's the Mr. Deeds? Maybe it is. Oh, I gotta check that too. Ah, they own so many things now, guys. I don't know what's what anymore. All right, so the crazy guy says, hello there, Latin. I can get you your princess and more. All you have to do is fetch me a lamp. <laughs> Does he even say that he can get him the princess? I thought he just said, hey, I'll let you out. I'll show you the no, way out. He, he is well aware of the situation Aladdin is in and mentions that he can be richer than rich. He says, don't you know the golden rule? The one who has the gold makes the rules. And, and, yeah. So, oh, yes, yeah. if you That's if it. you have the money... You can change the rule and Jazz and Camaria, whoever she wants. The man with the gold makes yeah. the rules. Yeah. You're right. Which is funny because the, you find out that the whole plot of the movie could have just, you know, been avoided. Uh, that is kind of true, but Aladdin also has in his head that he's not good enough for her. Because he is street rat, riffraff, despite the fact he, he did in fact buy that. Well, it's a movie about self-acceptance, but we'll get to that later. Because right now... We're going off to the Cave of Wonders. The old man has taken him there. And he says, go find that lamp. And he goes inside. Gold litters the walls. Piles of it everywhere. But don't forget. Don't forget that the Cave of Wonders said don't touch anything except the lamp. Ooh, that's true. That's the golden rule. I'm pretty sure the golden rule is whoever has the gold makes the rule. Again, it's just a rule. Not every rule is the golden rule. It's just the one rule in the Cave of Wonders. And right now, the Cave of Wonders has all the gold, so he's setting that rule. Now that's the golden rule. Only touch the lamp. So, they're going through the cave. Turns out there's a magic carpet. We all know what the magic carpet is. A flying carpet. Yeah, voiced by the, 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 what do you call it? The cape, uh, Doctor Strange's cape. That guy is really good at bringing these inanimate objects to life. And I just, I caught up on that. I'm like, wow! I didn't realize that when I was watching Doctor Strange, but this is the same guy. And he's incredible. Wait, what do you mean? Wait, wait, what do you mean? It's the same guy. Same guy who voices Doctor Strange's cloak from the Doctor Strange Disney Marvel's Doctor Strange. It's the same guy, same VA. He's really good at bringing these inanimate ad- objects to life. I wouldn't be surprised if he was also in Beauty and the Beast, but I guess we'll find out when we get there, huh? Oh, I'm excited. So Magic Carpet shows them the way how to find the lamp, and he does a really good job because they find that lamp in like two seconds. Aladdin. Walks up those stairs to retrieve the lamp. Abu, he's getting mesmerized by a big old ruby carried by a big old monkey. But Aladdin gets the lamp. Abu gets the gem. Big mistake. No, Abu, what are you doing? Yeah, that monkey, he did a bad thing because the cave is going crazy. The cave had his rules and everything's just melting around them. Aside from the magic lamp, of course. And it's volcanic. The cave is about to erupt pretty much. We got to get out of this cave. Luckily, we have a magic carpet to help us. Now, I got to say, Craig, have you played the Super Nintendo Aladdin game? Uh, not much. Casca? I'm going to say no, because we can't fall into this pitfall. That's a different episode. <laughs> okay, sorry. Aladdin using the carpet. He gets to the exit. But unfortunately, for some reason, he doesn't actually get to exit the Cave of Wonders because he's hanging on by the cliff for some reason. I don't know how that happened, but he's on the cliff. 
pretty sure a rock falls on them and messes up carpet and Aladdin's just like holding on to this where the stairs were once demanding that old man help him. Oh yeah, and the old man says, Give me the lamp first. And Aladdin being a good boy, he does. And that's when the old man takes out his rusty dagger. I don't think it was rusty. He took really good care of that thing. It was a it was very um curvy though. Yeah, well no, that's just the way they're designed. <laughs> it's, it's, you guys are familiar with European daggers. This is very much not that. With how dirty the man was, I just assumed that the dagger was also rusty. Wait, were you unaware that this was Jafar? No, it's not. It's an old man with a bird. In his hump? Yeah. Wait, the bird was in his hump? Yeah. He had a hump bird. Oh my god. I'm not even playing dumb on this one. No, well, I I don't think you ever are. (laughs) (laughs) No, Chad, look, you you made a show called The Disney Dunces. Don't pretend that you know things now. (laughs) Too late for that, pal. I hate you guys. Yeah, I'm sure you do. But yeah, he has a hump bird. Old man with a hump bird. Yeah, so he's trying to get Aladdin down. Abu tries to stop the old man. I don't know. Abu gets kicked around. They, they... Abu does stop the old man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Aladdin did not get stabbed. And Abu got the lamp. He very much stopped the old man from killing him and taking the lamp. Yeah, they, they get the lamp. So they fall down to the cave floor, which is no longer molten lava, I guess. Yeah, the cave calmed down. They said, oh, there's no chance of anyone sealing anything now. Yeah, but Aladdin, he now has a lamp, gives that boy a good rub, and out comes Robin Williams, the genie. What does he say when he comes out? He says something. Hey, it's me, Robin Williams. Uh, I think he says something about a crink in his neck. Oh boy, I got a crink in my neck. Oh no, 10,000 years! Something like that. That sounds right. I think he yells 10,000 years, and then he yells 50 uh, impressions of other people. Yeah, yeah, but um, basically he tells Aladdin in the most comical way possible that he has three wishes. Uh, can't wish for love, you can't wish for more wishes, and you can't wish for uh, the dead back to life. You can't kill anybody. Yeah, there's there's a couple rules actually. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I thought I thought there were three rules. <laughs> One rule for each wish. No, four. There's four. Yeah, I believe there are four rules. Yeah, you can't more. No more wishes. Can't wish for love. You can't wish dead back to life, and you can't wish people to die. He doesn't like doing it. But he could. He could, but he doesn't like doing mm, it. Gotcha, gotcha. So he, does, he, he makes the rules again. <laughs> He's the one with the power and all the gold. He, it's the golden rule again. It's, a go- it's the golden rule, but you know what? You ain't never had a friend like him. I wish. Wah, wah, wah. And this is probably... I don't I don't know if it's my favorite song, but it's it's up there. Like it's tied with like one jump ahead, tied with Prince Sali. It's tied with everything that isn't Arabian Nights. Whole New World is not up on the top tier. Whole New World is great and you're a fool. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. It is a great song. In fact, me and Casca should do a really nice I think we me and Casca should do a duet. Yeah, we'll do a duet at the end. But yeah, a friend like me, great song. And in this, I don't know if you guys caught it. But during the song, he has three girls appear, and one is just grinding on Aladdin. Yeah, no, I caught it. Yeah, no, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, because, like, we had someone mentioned the harems, harems before. Yeah, there's, there's, there's harem girls in one jump, and there's harem girls here. here. There's harem girls all over the place. They they reprise, they make a reprisal, they show up again for Prince Ali. It's this, this movie is crazy about its scantily clad harem women. Yeah, yeah, and l- let's get out of this dirty, dirty cave. And let's get into that dirty, dirty cave. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Woo! You go, Al! God damn it, guys. <laughs> That's what the genie... <laughs> I was just picturing the genie saying that, like, all right, Al, let's get out of this dirty cave and into that dirty cave. But in Robin Williams' voice. I was going to say that. If that was supposed to be your Robin Williams' voice, then boy. <laughs> I've heard better... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to do Robin Williams because he just does impressions of other people. So it's like you have to do Robin Williams doing somebody else. You can just do Robin Williams as Mrs. Doubtfire. No, that's him doing an impression of an English lady. Like Mary Poppins. Yeah. No, well, I, you don't know that. That's true. I've never seen Mary Poppins, so I can't say it. But I just imagine that's what Mary Poppins sounds like. Yes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he shows that he can create life and he can take it away as that's exactly what he does in all these moments 
It's frightening. This is this is a scary scene. Oh, Wait, are man. we talking about Robin Williams or the genie? Uh, both, I guess. If you really want to get all dark about it, you jerk. Wait, why is this dark? They just get out of the cave, don't they? It's still night. What? No, because he's literally creating life. He's creating people. Uh-oh. And in an instance, they're gone. He <laughs> killed them. Like, the only way it's either that these people are actually just like an extension of him when he's doing his, like, you know, multiplying bit. Or he is literally creating life. And I'm not sure which it is. I'm hoping it's just a part of him. Because, you know, he did have to turn Abu into an elephant later. But it's... Ah, man, it's scary. And if... if And, you know, that also means that the genie was grinding up on Aladdin earlier. Which is more of a fun thought than, you know, the existential crisis I was kind of having before. I'll let you guys decide which is which. I'm going to go with genies grinding up on Aladdin's junk. I, I think... I like to think that's probably it, too. Because otherwise, it's like, yeah, then he's just... Wow. Just creating life and taking it away instantly. Just for a joke, for a bit, for a gag, for a goof. He thinks it's funny. Oh, I'm going to make a bunch of elephants dance. And, oh, they're gone. Who? <laughs> yeah, it's oof. Don't like it. Don't love yeah, it. Yeah, I'll agree that it's just an extension of him. Yeah. Which means he wants Aladdin to get into his dirty cave. Maybe. <laughs> but we're, we're getting out of the actual cave of wonders, the dirty cave. And that's where Aladdin just thinks about all the possibilities for his three wishes. And he says, you know what? I really like that Jasmine girl. So make me a prince. Well, I think he first he consults the genie, like, what would you wish for, pal? And he makes him a very important promise. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I skipped over that little tidbit. Yeah, that part is super important. That's, like, the point of the movie. Like, I'll find you skip it over most things, but this is, this is, boy wants to be free. 10,000 years of servitude, a whole millennia of other things. Nah, he's done with it. Set the boy free. Yeah, genie just wants to be free. That's, that's all. And Aladdin promises, genie, my wish number three is going to be just wishing you free. And he says, oh, my God, you're great. And Genie just wants to get on with the show. He says, okay, what's wish number one? Make me a prince. Boom, Genie gets Aladdin some nice clothes. He gets new threads. Abu is now an elephant, and some other stuff happens. Ride into town. And they're going to ride into town. But first, I just want to say that we don't want to disturb the Sultan, though, because right now he's playing with his toys. He's playing with his giraffes. He's playing with his zebras. He's playing animal stack. Yeah, he's just stacking those boys doing a good job this guy is like i've seen some animal stackers but the sultan is king it was like lion lion king quality animal stacking it's nuts that's it and but he does get disturbed by a man with a loophole yeah jafar says oh my god mr mr sultan i have uh i've read the rules i read the laws and it turns out you know what if jasmine doesn't marry in three days she has to marry the royal vizier Oh, jeez. What a poor man. Poor man. And he goes, he says, but you're so old. Well, actually, first he, he he attempts to hypnotize him, and it's working. And then he snaps out of it for a second to go, but you're so old. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, rules are rules. You know, even without the hypnotism, it's going to happen. You got to deal with it. So just just make her marry him. It's fine. Yeah. And then that's when Jafar just tries to hypnotize him again. But, oh, no, there's fanfare outside. What's that? Make way! <laughs> uh, can you sing this one, Rich? No. I was hoping he would, so I was going to keep quiet was hoping, all of this, so please let I him do it. I was hoping he would, too. No, sorry. Just make way. It's Prince Ali. Can you do the one part? What part? I, I, I can do a thousand bad guys with swords. <laughs> you have to do the chorus. I, I, I can't do that. I'm sorry. You really come on. It's the one. It's the best part of the song. It's the most. Exci- it's the part you were most excited for. <laughs> I mean, I was gonna just do the Prince Ali, <laughs> There's a nice scene where they're listing out all the things he owns, and three men get very excited about one particular part of his entourage. I did not notice this. Yes, you did. No, you were texting me last night about it. What did he I, say? I I I didn't notice this. <laughs> Like <laughs> he has the monkeys. Oh, he's got the monkeys. He's got the monkeys. Ninety-five <laughs> white Persian monkeys. What? He's got ninety-five <laughs> white Persian monkeys. He's got the monkeys. He's got the monkeys. <laughs> like they do that line, yeah. And there's just three royal guards that are under Jafar's command, and they're so psyched for these monkeys. <laughs> it's ridiculous. 
the best part of the song. Like, it's a great, it's a great fantastical song. And then that just happens. And like, that's not the genie's doing. These are just three guys who are big fans of monkeys. It's fantastic. Now, again, now this is part where, like, you know, he, he comes in with all this fanfare. And then it just all disappears, I assume, right? Because it's the genie. I mean, it might disappear. We don't see it. I bet I like to think I like to think the peasants of Agravant just kind of divvied it out for themselves and ran, <laughs> and then it all disappeared. They just took all the different monkeys. And they're just like, yeah. oh, look, at, like <laughs> in the guards are just like, I mean, look, I got all the monkeys. <laughs> they all just disappeared. Yeah, I'm, I'm, gonna guess, I'm gonna guess those three guards divvied up the seventy-four white virgin monkeys or whatever to themselves. Someone else got some golden camels. Wait. I'm sure everyone grabbed a harem girl. Wait, what did you say about the monkeys? What about them? Did you say white Persian monkeys or white virgin monkeys? Persian, he said. I was asking Casca. <laughs> did you say? <laughs> no, like, did you say virgin as a bit? Do you, do you really think Aladdin fucked all those monkeys? <laughs> no. <laughs> you think you think he really fucked all those monkeys, Richard? <laughs> Because please, if you want to, you want to make an argument that he fucked all those monkeys before seeing seeing the princess. But I'm all ears, buddy. <laughs> I, 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 this is not where I wanted the conversation to go. I, I really thought you said virgin, and I was like, no way. Did he no, say virgin. Uh, please, are they virgin monkeys or did he fuck them? I mean, they might be virgin monkeys, but they said Persian monkeys. <laughs> please, I mean, please, let's carry I on. Mean, I mean, maybe Abu. Abu is an elephant. Oh yeah. Oh, I don't know what you're into, pal, but I'm not super. Oh. <laughs> Somehow worse than Richard. Congratulations. Hey, we, we can have mixed species. A mixed <laughs> species. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. We can now. Anything's going. Anything goes down in Agrabah. Just don't take an apple. Fuck all the monkeys you want, though, please. Let's get away from that because Prince Ali has an important meeting with the Sultan because he's there to meet the princess. But. The Sultan is just infatuated by Prince Ali and the carpet, which I think the Sultan might be my favorite character in this movie because he's pretty great. He's adorable. He's yeah, I love him. He's flying around on the carpet. He's having a good time. He was stacking those animals before. He's just I I like to think this is what I'm gonna be like a short pudgy man that's not not a great ruler but a fantastic pal. <laughs> that's a good way to describe him. Yeah, like you want to, you want this guy to rule the country. Well, maybe not that, but I would love to just spend an afternoon with him. Yeah, yeah. But Aladdin tells the Sultan he's there to meet Jasmine. But you know what? Jasmine is not a prize to be won. Oh hell no! I ain't no prize. So Aladdin has to think of a new plan. <laughs> <laughs> the genie says, "You know what, Al? Just be yourself." And Aladdin says, "No, genie, that's the worst idea in the world. I'm just gonna go climb up her balcony." And by climb, I mean I'm going to use my carpet to fly up there. And he's getting a little peep show. What? No, not at all. Then why was she so upset that he was up there? Because she's not a prize to be won. You just said it. Oh. <laughs> Three men were discussing her future without her involvement at all. And she's kind of peeved about that. Oh, okay. Also, a strange man who just showed up to her house is now breaking into her room. There's a lot of, there's a lot of red flags here that anyone should be upset about. But thank God she has a tiger. And this is the part we've all been waiting for, because when Raja starts attacking Aladdin and the camera pans away, you hear Aladdin in the background whisper, Good teenagers take off their clothes. Bullshit. I, I just saying. Is this like one of those, one of those like Disney secrets like, oh, in Lion King, yep. the scars say sex. It does. Oh, that, that and they does. do. That is there. Yeah. And in the rescuers down under, there's a pair of titties. Now, I want to Google this right now. No, don't Google it now. I ruined the magic. Well, I'm also afraid to Google good teenagers take off their clothes because I'm going to end up on the FBI list if I'm not already. <laughs> you already are. Just search like a, a like Aladdin hidden, uh, I don't know, inappropriate phrase or something. I don't know. I mean, you type in the Aladdin hidden inappropriate stuff, you're going to get a lot because, oh my God. There's harem ladies and grinding all over junks in this movie. I think you're right, because I, I just Googled it, Aladdin Hidden Messages, and there's uh, apparently just, then he says, good teenagers, take off your clothes. What a surprise. I'm the only one who knows what they're talking about. <laughs> I'm sorry we're not perverts. 
uh, perverts or Disney super fans? Well, yeah, I remember being a small child in the theater picking up on that, and I said, I want to be a good teenager. And then what happened? Well, as soon as I hit age, I just walked around naked all day. You know, I want to I want to be the diamond in the rough, man. Aladdin's my hero, and I'm going to listen to my hero. And just like your hero, I bet you're just uh, falling off balconies too, right? Not falling. Jumping. No, he actually, I think he just walked off the balcony. Wait, who says this about the good teenagers? Because I just looked it up and it says the genie says it? No, Aladdin says it while uh, Raja's is assaulting him. Steve from Full House was a pervert. Okay, I'm sorry. Continue. But anyway, Aladdin tanks his meeting with Jasmine, and he just walks off the balcony. But what do you know? Magic Carpet saves him. And she's like, what? And she's just amazed. And Aladdin says, hey, do you trust me? And she says, yeah, I do. And she gets on that carpet, and they fly away to a whole new world. A whole new world. And we're flying through the sky. We see Greece, the land of Hercules. We see China, the land of Mulan. And we see Egypt. I think Disney dropped a project somewhere around the this era. I can't think of one. Wait, what do you mean they dropped a project? A Disney movie that takes place in Egypt. Yeah, yeah. Because like, when I saw the Greece, I was all like, oh, this kind of looks like Hercules. And then when I saw... Well, I mean, that should. Yeah. And then when I saw China, <laughs> I said, oh, that kind of looks like Mulan. And then with Egypt, I was all like, this looks... I don't know. Well, I think I think that what's more important is it's like, hey, these different countries have a look to them. <laughs> I like to think that they were teasing Rather something. Rather than a reference to any future projects. Yeah, I, I don't think so, Rich. I I'm looking at the Prince of Egypt now. You're looking at what? The Prince of Egypt? Is that a Disney um, film? No, it was DreamWorks. I imagine Disney said, oh boy, this movie isn't good. Let's try to sell it to DreamWorks. No, considering that the relationship between those two companies, I'm going to say that's not at all what happens. I'm sure that there's some Egyptian Disney movie. El Dorado! That's not Egypt. In fact, Aladdin is more Egyptian. Wait, was El Dorado even Disney? I don't think so, no. I remember there being a blowjob scene in that movie. Well, there goes my theory. Wow, you're wrong. What a surprise. Let's continue. (laughs) Yeah, we have a whole new world. It's great. They kiss at the end. Cool, right? I mean, not so cool, because he did definitely lie to her. (laughs) Continue to lie to her. Yeah, he, he told Jasmine... Yeah, I'm a prince. I just like to dress up as a street rat from time to time. After the goodnight kiss, Jafar's guards, they they basically ambush Aladdin and they throw him into the ocean where Aladdin uses his second wish unwillingly. I mean, he was trying to do it. He went through all the motions of getting the lamp from the lamp. He just can't speak because he was dying. Yeah, yeah. So basically the genie, he used Aladdin's wish and now Aladdin says, genie, you wasted my second wish so I gotta use this last wish for myself. They have a confrontation with Jafar. Jafar tries to hit, uh, hypnotize the sultan. They destroy the scepter. Great. Jafar escapes. And that's when they announce that Prince Ali is going to wed Jasmine. You know what? I, I need to just stop for a second. We didn't discuss anything about Yago. We never even mentioned him. That's because he's such a minor character in this. Like, but it's Gilbert Gottfried, man. It's Gilbert Gottfried. He's having his moment right now when he steals the lamp. We, we barely brought up Yago. Don't worry, because he has a bigger role in Return of Jafar. It's Yeah, he doesn't, have, he doesn't do anything in this movie. Like, I love him, but he's like comic relief. <laughs> he's there to get abused. The Sultan keeps feeding him crackers. Yeah, dry, nasty, moldy crackers, and he's all like, oh, I hate this. This is bad. Please but no, stop. but he doesn't just say, oh, I don't hate this. He goes, ah, I don't, I hate this. Ah. Oh, boy. See, I was kind of avoiding that. Like, they were actually going to have a bigger part for Iago, but the genie just tested so well that they said, you know what? Let's just make this all about the genie. And then they lost the genie in the second movie, and they said, oh, thank God we have Iago. <laughs> exactly. So don't worry, Craig. You can do your Iago impression when we do Aladdin 2. Was Genie not in the second movie? He was, but it wasn't Robin Williams, oh, so it's like, okay. oh, he's not, like, super important. And again, Dan Costello? Whatever. Homer Simpson is fine. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, it's Homer Simpson. That's all you need to know. You don't know him for anything else. He was in The Office a couple times. He, yeah, as if we knew that. Who is he in The Office? Creed. No, he was not. <laughs> Creed Bratton was played by Creed Bratton. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, he picked the words. The only character who plays himself. Good job. 
Yeah, so sorry about going and skipping Iago's part. Iago steals the lamp. That's important. That's it. (laughs) Yeah, because at the announcement that Jasmine's going to marry Aladdin, Jafar comes and Jafar says, hey, look what I got. And he says, Genie, make me a... What did he want to be? The Sultan. Oh, okay. And he makes him the Sultan. He, he, He rips, he strips the little man... Gives Jafar the clothes and gives Iago a little hat. I also, I, I love the use of uh, the underwear in this film, because every time we see underwear, it's like little heart underwear. I don't know. I wouldn't say everyone. It's it's everyone who can afford underwear all buy silk underwear. And during this time period in history, there was only one person with silkworms, and he loved hearts. Mm-hmm. So he put it on all of his silk underwear. It's interesting historical uh, information. It's like you didn't play with the fun facts on screen. Did you not did you not have your pop-up video thing going? It's in the extras. I'm sorry. It's also in in theaters, the original. Yeah, yeah. When they posted it, it had pop-up video going on. But speaking of popping up, the genie, he decides he's just going to pick up the palace and move it to the top of the mountains for some reason with his bare hands. It's more menacing. I guess, but I mean, the yeah. like Jafar didn't wish for that. Why is genie doing that? It's more menacing. He like Genie doesn't half ass things. He's a showman at heart. Oh, you're and even right. though he's doing this very begrudgingly, he's like, Well, I mean, this guy's an evil menacing, maniacal, masterminded idiot. He probably wants this thing as high as it can go. Yeah. But um anyway, Jafar, he uh like five seconds after he gets the Sultan's clothes, he wishes himself to be the most powerful sorcerer in the world, which just puts him back in his regular clothes. Yeah. I think he just wanted to see the little man stripped, honestly. Yeah, so he turns Abu back into a monkey. He turns Regu into a kitty cat. Um, and and he turns Aladdin back into a street rat. With Prince Ali reprise. Yeah, I love that scene so much. Oh. oh, yeah, that was good. Like, they just do such a good job with these reprises. And these villain songs in general, because that's it. That's the, vill- that's the best villain song we get in this movie. Yeah, yeah. And it's good, because it's, it's silly. It's, oh, I love it. I wish I could remember lines, but I can't. It, does, that's, it doesn't matter. He sings a song, and it's fun, yeah. and it's cute, it's real good. and it's menacing, because he's a menacing man, and there's a giant genie lifting a palace behind them, but he wants to take the time to sing. Yeah, and he just takes Aladdin, and he throws him into a tower, and he launches that tower off into the uh, frozen north. Yeah, <laughs> somewhere with snow. <laughs> there, it must have, yeah, that, that must have been really, really far away, I'll tell you that. Dude's got an arm. Yeah, yeah, but luckily um, we have a magic carpet, so Aladdin's just headed straight back to Agrabah. Yeah, so Aladdin gets back to town. It turns out the Sultan is now a jester. Sorry, the uh, Jasmine's father is now a jester. Jasmine is in chains, and Jafar wants her to be queen. Yeah, they show this scene. This is like some like some slave Leia shit, you know? Basically, she's chained. She's gazing in like a skimpy, skimpier outfit. And then she stabs Jafar? It's crazy. Wait, what? Yeah, she stabs Jafar and, and leaves. She saves herself. I just have that she was going to seduce him. Yeah, no, she did that too, but she stabbed him at, right after. Okay, okay. Yeah, so just so everyone knows, Jasmine starts seducing Jafar, and Aladdin tries to steal back that lamp, and uh, Jasmine just plunges that dagger straight into Jafar, but too bad. Jafar's the most powerful Movie's sorcerer. Over. It's, no, he died. No, he's a sorcerer, dude. No, he died, and that's it. You can only kill a sorcerer by taking off oh, his head. Oh, he should have gone for the head. Yeah, yeah, because that sorcerer is actually a snake. Yeah, no, it's 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 Avengers rules. Wow, this is bad writing, huh? They just they just stole that bit. They just stole that bit from Aladdin. Then. Ugh. Oh, I thought you meant Aladdin was bad writing because they stole it from. No, no, Aladdin. Aladdin's the original. But yeah, no. Wow, Disney, we we caught you, buddy. We saw your cards. Should have kept them closer to your chest, idiots. Wait, I have in my notes that Aladdin stabs the snake. No, 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 no. Jasmine does. He stabs him, and he should have gone for the head, and then he snaps his fingers, and half the people in Agrabah disappear. <laughs> wow. Way to go, Disney. Like I, like, I know they've known for recycling animation for some of their lesser-known movies, like the Robin Hood Fox one, like, and the Aristocats, but uh, the, the Avengers, that's a big household hit, right? Like, am I crazy here? <laughs> half of Agrabah's gone, but you know what? Not everyone in Agrabah is gone because turns out there's something more powerful than a sorcerer. No, because because only half of them disappeared, Richard. That's how it works. What? You said not everyone of Agrabah is gone, but like no, very specifically, you said half of them disappeared. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if only 
if only Jafar had the power to get rid of everyone. But do you know who does have the power to get rid of everyone? A genie. Oh. So Jafar's third and final wish is to be an all-powerful genie. The universe is now his to control. But you know what? There's a catch. He is a magic limp, too. Yes, they can't create life. So if he wants to create harem for himself, he's basically, you know, ugh, gross. And Jafar is so devastated by this fact, he just, he sits alone in his room and he grabs his bird friend because it's the one thing that's not him, I guess. Aladdin! Aladdin, you're dirty! Yeah, the two of them go into his lamp. They're being dirty boys. But uh, the genie says, I don't want to see this. I don't even want to hear it. So he flicks that lamp off into the universe. Actually, it's specifically back into the Cave of Wonders. He goes, you belong there where no one can hear your sin. I'm not sure if they're in the Cave of Wonders. No, he specifically says 10,000 years in the Cave of Wonders for you. But he doesn't actually go to the Cave of Wonders. No, he flicks it. He throws it into the Cave of Wonders. Well, you get you guys can be proven wrong once we see Return of Jafar. He's the genie. He doesn't miss. I mean, you, we're not going to be proven wrong because he literally says, I'm throwing you back to the Cave of Wonders. <laughs> That's yeah. That's that is the line. You know that this is where the story's supposed to end. Come on. That's true. That's true. So sorry. The genie flicks the lamp back into the cave of wonders. Thank you. And it turns out that you know what, Aladdin and Jasmine, they love each other, and the law says that she has to marry a prince. And the genie says, "Well, Al, I guess I'll make you a prince." And genie's preparing for that wish, and Aladdin says, "You know what, genie? You can be free. I wish that you had legs." And the genie gets legs, and he loses his shackles. He's no longer bound by the lamp. He gets to live his dream of traveling the world as a merchant. And also, he gets to go to Disneyland, or Disney World. I like to think by both, this is this movie came out in 1992. Yeah. I would like to assume Disney World. He's going to, he's going to a theme park. He's going to a Disney-themed theme park. And the Sultan says, you know what, Aladdin, you have showed so much bravery you know that law about the princess? Eh, you know what? She can marry whoever she wants. And the princess, she has she has to make an important decision now. She has to choose who to marry. She picks up who? Because Disney, you dirty. Oh my god. Alright everyone, thanks for joining us. <laughs> she chooses a lot at the end. I like Craig's ending more. <laughs> god damn it. But I gotta say, this movie is the perfect movie. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's the perfect movie. Like, there was never a dull moment. There's There was a smile on my face pretty much throughout the entire movie. Whenever a song picked up, I just wanted to sing out loud. It was a good time throughout, and I bet I could watch that movie 50 more times and not get bored of it. Perfect movie. It's, it, is a good, it is a good one. I, I was thinking, though. No, not good one. Perfect movie. Okay, it's a perfect movie. Costco. No, I, I disagree I, with that. I, I felt that the, the movie was longer when i was a kid but i because I, I, I recall it being longer but i guess it's just when time flows differently i was gonna say time moves slower Much when you're a kid man when hold on kid. yeah now your brain is yeah i need to I hear why how time works no i didn't want to hear no, why i gotta explain how time works can i explain how time works for like a second i guess you see as you get older your brain processes information differently and especially when you see things you've already seen before so your brain just kind of leaves stuff out kind of like how richard missed like 30 minutes of the movie there in the summary. Because I get it. He's seen the film before. He's not going to remember every caveat of it because that was from when he was a kid. His brain is processing which information is important and which isn't. And Iago definitely isn't important. But that's why we're here. Because three brains can kind of piece together one whole movie. So why was this not a perfect movie? I don't know. It's fine. I like it's very good. I don't know about perfect. There's a lot of sexual overtones. A man makes love to a bird at the end. A lady marries a monkey. Are you saying that's why the movie wasn't perfect? I mean, yeah. Like, it makes me a little... Like, I get it. It is definitely of its time when, you know, bestiality was accepted. When was it accepted? I mean, the guy fucked 74 monkeys. (laughs) He had 95 white Persian monkeys. Yeah, I know. The 74 he left at home. I'm sure there there was a time, I'm sure, where bestiality was perfect. I mean, there was a time when, you know, kids were getting, little kids were getting married off, you know? Yeah, like I said, like, I get it. It's of its time. Am I a bad man for liking this movie in this day and age? No, you're not a bad man. You're not a bad man. You're not a bad man. You're just, you're just a little ignorant of the times. And that's okay. You know, I love my grandpa. 
I don't agree with everything he says about certain groups of people, but I love him. What I love him to say? death. He doesn't, doesn't matter. Let's just say he'd get along with you. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Does he not like white people? I'm just saying he, you guys would be like, you'd be thick as thieves. Oh, no. Yeah. So, that's it. Again, it's a, it's a great movie. It's a fantastic movie. It's a wonderful movie. Not a perfect movie. It's it's one of my my favorite Disney classics. What would you say is a perfect movie? You see, I, it's impossible to have the perfect movie because the time is always changing. Lord of what's the Rings. What's perfect today? No, definitely Return not that one. Return of the King. No, definitely not that one. Uh, what's perfect today is not going to necessarily be seen as perfect tomorrow. We always have to be looking for the future. We have to keep moving forward. We can't stop and say, this is it. This is, we've peaked. Because it's never going to happen, and it shouldn't. We should always be evolving. Okay, sticking with the progressive themes, I think that next week we're going to take a look at Cadet Kelly. Yeah, I think so. That is a movie that is nearing perfection. Disney Channel original movie Cadet Kelly starring Hilary Duff, Christy Carlson Romano, all about girls serving in a military camp. Being strong, being fierce, being sassy, being who they want to be, and no one can tell them otherwise. But before we go, I just want to just, just talk about real quick. We got um, social media. People should follow us on uh, on uh, on Twitter at Disney Dunces and then uh, the Instagram also at Disney Dunces and on Facebook. And you can find other podcasts on everything, I guess. Hopefully. Craig took my ending. I'm sorry. Are you going to do yeah. that ending? You could just he do was it right now. Do that. Well, everyone heard it from Craig's mouth. From the mouth of babes. You know, go go find the podcast on everything, I guess, because Craig knows the name of the platforms. Hey, hey, Spotify. Hey. It's basically on everything. iTunes. All you have to say is Google your favorite podcasts are found. Yes. Because this is this is your this is your favorite podcast, so it's not going to be anywhere else. And Casca, I think we should sing them out for this uh, for this one. Do you get the get the lyrics. Fuck that! Uh, I'm leaving. Dunce sure. number one signing off. Part of your that's not that's the wrong song. Oh, that's shit. that's the Little Mermaid. Uh, 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 goodbye, everyone. I'm number three, and this will be me. Winds in the east. Mist coming in, like something is brewing, about to begin. Ladies and gentlemen, we are beginning our descent into Los Angeles.